This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Colleen is filling in for Bradley today. Hello. Um, so everyone's boyfriend, Ryan Gosling, except for Ava Mendez, that's his, yeah, but blind items say that, you know, they might not be, he's getting around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he, um, was the subject of a conversation that John Stamos had on Kiki Palmer's podcast called baby. This is Palmer. Okay. So John Stamos is, is on there and he's talking about how he is friends or was hanging out with Ryan Gosling and they have something in common. Hold the, hold the phone for one second. Yeah. I just need to get my brain around how sexy that moment was. <laughs> okay. Oh, everyone I a... just exploded. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go on. Okay. <laughs> okay. So they found out just when hanging out at somebody's par- a dinner party that they have something in common. They're both huge Disney fans. Oh, great. Now, Ryan Gosling used to be on the Mickey Mouse Club yeah. with Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing someone? Harry Russell, I believe, was on at oh, the same time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it kind of makes sense unless you didn't have a good experience. But Ryan Gosling. Gusling- okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for showing up, Freud. Okay. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Disney. I'm a Disney adult. I go there by myself. I wear headphones. I go on rides. I have a mixtape. Oh, a mixtape. Right. So he's doing he's in the eighties. I mean, that's amazing. Right. So he has he has headphones on. He's in the zone oh of being gosh. at Disneyland in Anaheim. We'll get to that in a second. Yes. Um by himself completely. No kids, no wife, no friends. He is alone with his world of a mixtape. Oh I want to know what the songs are. Right? Are they all like, Disney songs? Put that songs? Spotify playlist out, please. Is he listening to a Disney soundtrack? That's a good question. Who knows? But he loves it. So John Stamos reveals this on this podcast. I'm kind of mad. I love this. I'm kind of mad at John Stamos because it's like, dude, don't tell personal stories that another slip like that's his happy yeah, place yeah and he might be like sunglasses you can't recognize it's ryan gosling and now everybody's head is on swivel that's right they're Disneyland. looking for ryan gosling but let's just set that aside what do you think about this since you are also a disney adult i love this i would give an arm okay to be able to just wander around the okay. park by myself right do whatever i want to do also that's the best way seriously to get in the shortest lines because you can go single rider oh that just there's a lot of like the really popular rides they have a single rider line mm. and you can just like pop in and they'll just put you through that's fantastic i know so you would want to do this oh, i know that it's yes. probably like playing chess to organize your family going to Disney. Well, nobody gets to decide what they want to do. Oh. Because you, it can't be a democracy. Oh. It's 
No, not when you're vis- visiting the mouse house. Because, you know, you the way we have to do, it's like a whole experience. Like, you, have you have to, to maximize like, your time. Yeah, and you have to be like, okay, what is the one thing that you don't want to miss, right? And then, uh, Ma, it's usually my job because I'm the one that's been there the most. I kind of know my way around. I will come up with a schedule for the day of like yeah. where we're going to go when, what world, like what, you know, when we're in the Magic Kingdom, for example, like we are going to do all the fantasy land rides around yeah. the same time. Or if we don't, we're going to have to go like fantasy land, frontier land, and then back to fantasy. I mean, it's just like you got to have a schedule. You have to have a plan. You have to have a plan. Where are you having lunch? Right. Yes. Like you can't be Maybe. far away from your lunch place when it's time for lunch. You got to make your reservation. It's just anyway. Yeah. I just, I would be. So happy to just wander around and do it my way. Yes. Right? That's, I I totally agree. I mean, I haven't experienced having to take a family there, but I can imagine it's hard enough, like, oh, yeah. Knowing, I just basically said, Jason and Colin tell tell me what to do. Yeah. And then they took me around, which was amazing. Like, who could, you can't even pay for that. You know, and I got actually, a chance to do it a couple you of times. Actually, totally can. Oh, do wait. you know this? Oh, I know it because we did it. You did the it? The last time we went, we had a special, super yes. special Disney tour guide. So there is a thing that you can do where you have a person who like does this for you and they'll get you on, you know, all of the rides fast and they'll and they like escort you through the park. It is fascinating to watch because I've seen people who have done it. Oh, yeah. I'm that person in our family, but nobody pays me for it. (laughs) Yes. I pay for the privilege (laughs) to do that. So what would you do? Um, Now, I want to say that the fact that it's the Anaheim Park is kind of disappointing to me because that's the lesser Disney. Right. But I have nowhere to expand. It's just it's in the middle of Anaheim and there's nowhere to build on. But I get that that's probably his convenient one, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So you can just like on a Tuesday, if he's like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm not working, guess I'll go to Disney World. That's right. Or Disneyland. Um, Yes. You're right, though. Put that aside. Yeah. Oh, what would I do? Well, first of all, well, yeah, I mean, it's a different question if it's Anaheim versus, you know, the Orlando one. There are things that they have in Anaheim that they don't have in Orlando. I'm pretty sure it would be less stressful to be in Anaheim anyway, because if you, I mean, it's all the parks and everything like that. Yeah, but But I will say this in Anaheim, the I believe this is my personal belief. Mm hmm. You can at me if you disagree, but like, let's just keep it nice. Mm -hmm. I believe that the Space Mountain in Anaheim is better than the Orlando one. Now, they just shut down the Orlando one because I think they're trying to make it more like the Anaheim one. Because people had to, they had a chiropractor waiting outside. I mean, the Anaheim (laughs) one is kind of the same. You just remember when you get on it, like, oh, yeah, this is the biggest, this is the old one. Yes. You know, right. (laughs) But it just, so anyway, so I would do that. I would do the Matterhorn. I would do, I mean, Again, like I would do, I would get in the the longest line as long as they had a single rider line. And I would be like, bye, everybody, because you get to fast pass up to the front just because you're solo. That's so true. It's so cool. I would actually, since I like to 
plan and schedule things yeah. like vacations. It's I can actually plan and schedule a vacation and not go and feel like I did something. Oh, it's, it's like weird. vicarious. I get it though. Like I will go down to like I'm staying in this hotel on Tuesday and this yeah. is how much it costs and this is how much I spent. I should just be a travel agent. On your pretend vacation. You should do it for other people and be yeah, like, here you go. It's true. It could be called like vicarious vacations <laughs> with Dawn. Yes. People have asked me like about... they think it's for them, but it's really for you. It's true. Like in your heart, you're like, I I'm doing this for me, but have yes, fun. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, but I just thought that was sort of adorable, and I was kind of mad at John Stamos for letting people know. Rude. Like, don't try to associate yourself with Ryan Gosling. But you know this. Like, you know how it is when you're out and about. Like, I, I unless there is some sort of announcement made that there is a celebrity in my midst, mm. I will miss them. Oh, yeah. Because they just look like regular people walking around. Yes, they do. If he really wanted to be unnoticed, he should wear, like, rainbow everything. Right. And then people wouldn't be like, wait, that's Ryan Gosling. It would just be like, that's a single gay guy. Yeah. You know? There you go. And then you're like, of course, this yeah. is great, you know? Yeah. Either he way, he's totally easy on the eyes. Yes, yes. Um, okay, well, that was a fun little journey there. I just was so happy for him that he allows himself the chance to do that because I think when you have kids and uh, a significant mm-hmm. other, you would feel, I mean, some people would feel guilty yeah. about doing something I like will that. say, I wonder if his kids are like, Dad, dude, rude. Or he doesn't even tell them. Pro- yeah, it's but just now a- because of John Stamos. Everybody knows. That's right. Oh, he created anger in the family. He did. <laughs> okay, coming up next, we're going to talk about Pee Wee Herman. He is suing for his Pee Wee set stuff. It got into the hands of somebody who's it's evil. Really I know. so dirty. Know. Paul Rubens, let's just say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he is so mad because somebody tricked him into giving them the part of the set of Pee Wee's Playhouse. No. Yep. I'm going to tell you all about it coming up next on My Talk. The Little Blind Spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process or check them out online at littleblindspot.com and don't forget to tell them the adventures of bradley and dawn my talk 1071 colleen lindstrom filling in for bradley today hi everybody hello 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 we have to talk about peewee herman i would love to okay so uh you know when i was in grade school there was peewee's playhouse or you know and it was so funny because it had adult jokes that were kind of like okay i get that and my mom would snicker, you know, she'd be like, yeah, Psh. you know, it was a super fun show. Well, I remember just thinking like this, this grown adult understands kids. Yes. Right. Like I was like, oh, OK. Like I felt seen. Yeah. And also I could tell that there was some stuff that was going over my head. Exactly. Yeah. So super fun show. If you've never just I wonder where you can watch anyway. Probably YouTube. I'm sure it. there's a oh. ton of them on YouTube. Right. Right. So anyway, Pee Wee Herman, real name, Paul Rubens. 
he unfortunately has been swindled. This was his project. It's it's not like I mean he created the character. Yeah. He invented everything. So apparently there was this person um, who swindled him out of a bunch of the props and memorabilia from the show and told him that they were going to put it in a television museum. Okay. And not just that, but he was only letting him borrow these things temporarily for to kind of get this TV museum started. Okay. So... He is now suing this man because that dude had an auction <gasps> and sold there his stuff. There is no TV museum. He's just straight out, just flat out from allegedly what Paul Rubens is saying, just lied to him and said that they were these things were going to go into a museum when they, in fact, were not. Um The guy's name is James Commissar, and he tells TMZ, I'm sad to learn that Mr. Rubens has resorted to the threat of a lawsuit to improperly seek the return of items that he simply does not own. In addition to those items personally given to me by Mr. Rubens in lieu of sending them to the landfill without conditions or promises... Mr. Rubin seeks the return of material that was the property of film studios, production companies, and individual creators, none of which he's entitled to. Hmm. So he says that he has cared for these for three decades. He's cared for, conserved, and preserved these items at a considerable expense. What do you mean? A climate-controlled storage unit? Right. Like, dude. Right. No, 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> Was he tending to them daily? <laughs> right. He wouldn't sat with him. Um and he says that basically, please take this stuff or I'm just going to throw it away anyway. That's what he says Paul Rubens is saying. Mm-hmm. But now Pee Wee Herman, he is saying that he talked him into giving him this stuff. Some of it is um, part of a door. Let's see. What was in the lawsuit here? They listed. It's it. He's suing him for at least. People already bought the things. Yeah, so they're gone now. Dollars. Those things are gone. Yeah, because they're worth something. I have a weird question. Not yes. weird. Actually, I don't think this is a weird question. I mean, you would think a person like Paul Rubens, who's been in this business for a long time, would have some sort of, like, have something in writing. If somebody was borrowing something from him. Thank you. Right? That he wouldn't just be like, yeah, sure, here you go. Yeah. No, like you, he. It seems like he would have the sensibility to have some sort of contract written up, which he doesn't. I don't. It doesn't say that he does, and so he's not going to win. I'm just predicting that. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And I am yeah. not a lawyer, Oof. but... <laughs> so the items I found are the dog chair, mm-hmm. the Flory puppets, Mr. Window, mm-hmm. cue cards and signed photos from the set... So that is really sad. Mm-hmm. Does he does? I mean, because I feel like you would have I, I want to understand how like the nature of their relationship or like how this topic came to be and maybe how well they knew each other, because I just find it really surprising that Paul Rubens, without knowing a person better, but even if he knew a person you know to sign a contract. I mean, yeah. you don't trust anybody blindly in 2023. I, I would not. Right? Uh, I would not. And I don't know the nature of their relationship. Um, oh, I'm so curious about all of this. Yeah. Also, I'd like to give kudos to TMZ in the telling of the story. God. They really were able to find a picture that makes Paul Rubens look about as angry as possible. And <laughs> as old as possible and bitter. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, of course, you know, but they always like, for instance, in the um, Al Pacino story that mm-hmm. we read about his 29-year-old girlfriend being pregnant, they found the oldest pictures of yeah. Al Pacino. He looks like he has one foot in the grave. Yes. And there's one picture where someone has their arm around him and it looks like he has to be assisted to yeah. walk around. It's pretty tacky. It, to me, this is like the sideshow of TMZ. <laughs> yeah. is like l- reading the articles and thinking about like, the great care they put into selecting the photograph that goes along with it. And listen, it, there, this is a uh, fertile ground uh, when it comes to Pee Wee Herman or Paul Rubens. Yes. Because he has a storied history. Mm. Like there, there was a time where he was like, I mean, the, you know, early version of canceled because of the thing that happened in the adult movie theater. Right. And then he did make a little comeback after that. Right. It took a long time, though, yes. for people to accept him kind of in in the public again. Right. right. That was such a... The story was like, ooh, gross, you're canceled. Yes. Like, even though it didn't involve another person. No, if, if you get he was my meaning. doing it with himself. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. It's just... Uh, it was just like, oh, God. And yeah. now you don't see him in any other way, but... I just, I, I think this is pretty sad, but I also am sort of like, dude, you're not getting this stuff back. I don't think, I don't, I can't imagine how they're going to claw it back from somebody who purchased it. The only thing that could happen is that if those people aren't just like, I saved all my money to buy this dog chair uh-huh. and they just, if, if he wants to pay the people to get it back. You know, or they gift it to him because they're just kind. Also, it feels like if you knew, I mean, it seems like this would be a well-publicized auction that somebody may have told him about. Mm -hmm. Like, that's when you send the cease and desist. Right. right? It's. I just feel like it's a little too late to get that stuff back. And I'm no legal legal. I'm just saying. It seems like, I don't know, something, something doesn't smell right about this. Yeah. Like, in many different ways. 
And he always thought that he could get the stuff back if he requested. I mean, how? what was he doing all these 30 years right. that the dude had this stuff going? So where's that museum? Right. You know? Right. Just checking in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just checking in. So this... How's that museum coming? I mean, I don't, I don't understand how he let it go this far yeah to where he just thought that this guy had this stuff and never even checked it out yeah it's just really fishy yeah just and they don't really talk about what their relationship was before that and how they met so oh boy well i'm sure i mean this is nowhere near the end of this story there will be uh more will come to light no doubt but um what a bummer yeah sorry Mm. peewee I wonder what he's doing now other than just really mad walking around Hollywood letting teams take pictures of him. Okay, um, let's see. Coming up next, we are going to talk about Sia. You found out something really interesting Mm -hmm. about her. Mm -hmm. We're going to learn all about it coming up next on My Talk. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Have you made your regular checkup and cleaning appointment? No? I know you're busy and there's a lot going on. And it's already May, though, and you have been paying for dental benefits since the beginning of the year. So put them to great use at one of the best dentists in Minnesota. I can say that because that's where I go. And in addition to those regular checkups and cleanings and all the basic dental care that you would expect from a great dentist, they also do all sorts of other stuff. For example, if you got questions about dental implants, I'm on a dental implant journey right now. In fact, uh, in just over a week, I'm going to be getting most of the rest of that procedure done. In fact, I've had uh, a couple listeners reach out and ask questions about the implant process. Here's my best piece of advice. Just pick up the phone, call the team at Dakota Dental. They will answer all of your questions in a compassionate, professional way. Call dakotadental.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. We're here for you when it comes to entertainment, and somebody we love is Sia. She's just so kind. We recently found out that she loves the show Survivors so much. She's, she loves the contestants. She'll mm-hmm. find a couple each season, then just give them money. The ones who didn't win. Aww. Isn't that sweet? Like one dude, $100,000. That's amazing. She's like, I just love you, and another person, 15000 and. Just a really cool person. That is incredible. Yes, yes. So tell me what you found out about Sia. So that's really interesting that you brought up the Survivor thing because she was on a podcast uh, called Rob Has a Podcast. And this is Rob Sesternino's podcast. And he was a contestant on Survivor. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, or no, wait, he wasn't a contestant on Survivor. Was he? I don't remember. But what I do know is this. He was interviewing the Survivor uh, 44 Final Five. Ah. Uh, and Carolyn Weiger was on his podcast for her. Um, it doesn't matter. The point is, uh, so was Sia, because again, Sia loves Survivor. Yes, she has a connection. And in this podcast, Sia revealed some information that we were not, we did not know, which is that she is on the autism spectrum. Oh, Isn't that yes, interesting? Yes. So, um, and this is interesting for a number of reasons. Now, my my first reaction to this is anytime a person talks about their own neurodivergence, it is a gift because um, to have a voice associated with, it, especially one as loud or as recognized as 
recognized, what was that? Recognized as Sia's to be able to talk about the experience of being on the spectrum. It kind of gives voice to, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people on the spectrum don't have a platform to talk about what life on the spectrum feels like. So people kind of listen. But what makes it really interesting about Sia is my impression from her sharing this is that this is recent knowledge of hers. Oh, and it's interesting because I don't know if you remember this, but she produced directed, um, I, I believe had a hand in writing a movie called music that, um, that caught a ton of controversy just a few that's, years ago. That's right. It because was- she cast her muse, Maggie Ziegler from dance moms in this movie as a a woman on the autism or a young girl on the autism spectrum. And the reason that that was controversial is because representation matters. Right. And a lot of people were questioning why she chose Maddie Ziegler to take that role rather than a person who's actually neurodivergent. Right. Or on the autism spectrum. And it was, I mean, it caused people to not even see the movie. It was basically a gigantic flop yeah. She was really upset about Ripped it. Over the coals. Yes. Yes. And so it's interesting then when you consider the backlash she received around that to know that now this is sort of recent information that she's now sharing that she's all that Sia herself is on the autism spectrum. Do you know if she found that out before she produced the movie or or after? That is a really good question. I don't know that she has been really upfront she just implied okay. that this is recent um knowledge she says um but she but so the way that she describes it is that un, is understanding that for her entire life she says for 45 years she's 47 for 45 years i i was like i've got to go put my human suit on oh. and only in the last 2 years have i become fully myself which sort of makes it sound like this is newer information. Now it's in, it's notable that the movie music came out in 2021. Oh. So that was exactly about <gasps> two years ago. Okay. And she was very, I don't know if you remember this, but when that controversy was sort of swirling around her about the movie music, she was very pointedly defending her own position um, you know, she said uh, she she was having a really difficult time or wasn't necessarily very open to the criticism mm-hmm. around it. Now, right. this is a personal journey, so I have no idea kind of how she came around to all of this. But this is the thing that she shared. I feel like if if people would have known that she herself was on the autism spectrum, mm-hmm. that they would have had a little more grace with their criticism. Yeah, I, you know, or maybe they wouldn't, but they would have more grace with how she reacted to it or engaged in the conversation. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. I don't really remember how she reacted to it. Was it pretty negative? Like, how dare you? Well, she 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 defended it sort of. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say this. Uh, she defended it. She defended herself. She yeah. The way that she was trying to explain it is the character in the movie music that Maddie Ziegler played needed to had a very like active you know outwardly she was neurodivergent Mm -hmm. but inwardly she had this very active imagination of who she 
felt like she truly was. And that person danced and, and, you know, and so she, the way she defended it was she needed to have somebody who was a talented dancer in the role. I see. Now, a lot of people pointed that out as being very ableist. And she, the way that she reacted to that was to say, you can talk about ableism, but I did cast people who, you know, in other ways were not, who were differently abled in other roles. Mm-hmm. And I think that she sort of thought that that would placate people and it didn't. didn't. I mean, it just, there was such a storm around this movie. And did you see the movie? I didn't see the movie. I've seen it either. I've sort of always kind of wanted to see it because if I'm being really honest, the thing that I am more fascinated by when it comes to Sia is her, probably a poor choice of words, but obsession with Maddie Ziegler as her muse. Oh, right. Because she really, I mean, Maddie Ziegler was basically like handpicked by Sia to be in her videos and she took her on tour. And I just have always been a little bit, I don't know. I've something hasn't sat right with me around it. Oh, like I've been curious about it. Right. So I'm fascinated by it. And I've wanted to know, like, how did Maddie Ziegler handle this role? But I haven't watched it. Yeah. And also we have to add in the fact that poor Maddie Ziegler didn't understand or uh, didn't know got that caught she in the was crosshairs right. of like this. she didn't know that she was the movie was going to be criticized mm-hmm. and that could affect her career mm-hmm. you know just in general yeah and we all know how the dance moms oh sage moms yeah are I like mean, it's very important to them how oh. their kids go about the world in their career yeah and her mom is incredibly involved mm-hmm. in her career <laughs> yes um and it is very obvious that you know, I gotta, I'm just going to be like perfectly brutally honest because I super watched Dance Moms like yeah. from the jump. I watched it. Yeah. And I never understood what the big deal was about Maddie. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she was not, and that's not to say she's not talented, but in terms of like how she stacked up against the other girls, I thought they were all talented. I didn't think that she was as special as they made her. But I did think she had a lot of opportunities because they thought she was so special that it almost like continued to enhance that, like whatever skill and talent she had was then enhanced by the fact that she was given all these golden opportunities and so much attention and so much attention. Yes. And so other girls who were in that company didn't get as much attention and maybe they could have been Maddie Ziegler's. Right. Well, that's sort of what the whole show was about, just showing the differences between because there was a lot of inner like mom fighting. And, you know, also it involved like the kids having enough moxie to step forward and actually asking them to do more adult things than they should have been asked to do when it comes to like assert yourself. And like you go for that role. You want the role, then you you have to fight for it. Yeah, it's like or. Let's just teach them to dance. I don't know. (laughs) Right. Well, and then it didn't prepare them for things like this, where Mm -hmm. you get stuck in um, the middle of an argument or a a, a fight or controversy that wasn't yours to necessarily weather. Right. And it was Sia's. Now, I will say Sia also said in this interview that the all that controversy pushed her 
further back into her own addiction, which she's been in recovery from for years. And so she's really struggled, I think. And so this kind of it. But I do think, again, like understanding kind of the pieces that make you is never a bad thing. And she was never obligated to share this information. Right. But having a loud voice share, you know, their own discovery about their own neurodivergence and the challenges that they've faced throughout their life. I I never think that's a bad thing. I think that vulnerability and sharing is a good thing. Because kids who are in the same position, they get an opportunity to to see someone who is so successful whenever in their struggles, they might think that they will never get a chance to, you know, have a future like that. Yeah. Okay. Which actually just made me think of a recommendation that I have. And it's a documentary called the disruptors and you can watch it. I think you can actually rent it on like YouTube TV, Apple TV plus like you can get it at Amazon prime. You have to rent it, but um, it's a documentary about kids who have ADHD and it follows some families But the beginning of it that's so poignant is they interview many, many very successful celebrities who have ADHD about what their life experience was like as children being labeled because of their ADHD and how they how they used it to their advantage or or made the gifts of ADHD work for them. And that's why they're so successful. Yes. It's a really cool documentary. It's okay. called The Disruptors. I'll put it on, on our uh, show links page yes. so that people can check that out. And also um, the article about Sia revealing that she has autism. Yeah. Okay. Well, coming up next, it's our favorite time of day when Mike does a game with Woo-hoo. us. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com, the hometown professionals you can trust to keep you comfy and safe on the road all summer long. By the way, they've got free courtesy cars. So when you drop off your vehicle for scheduled maintenance or you got a question or you're getting new tires, whatever it is, you're going to get that free courtesy car and a car wash with every service, which, by the way, I love. The last time I picked up my car, I just sat in it. And I was like, oh, thank you. I know I should be really grateful for all the amazing work you actually did under the hood, but it feels so good to be sitting inside a vehicle that was clean on the inside of the outside, thanks to Tom and his team over at Boulevard. So if you want that same experience, that same level of service that I rely on when I bring my vehicle to Boulevard right over in St. Anthony, head to blvdautoworks.com today. Make that appointment or just give them a call. If you got questions, ask. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Boulevard Auto Works, wherever you're going, they're here to get you there. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday. And it is now time to find out what game we're going to play on Game Show Roulette. Ooh. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, we wrap up the show the same way every single day by spinning this roulette wheel I got behind me and figuring out what game we're going to play. So. Let's find out ooh, big money, no where hammers. it's going to land. And, ooh. Oh. It's been a little bit. Uh, it's been a minute. Actually, last time we played this, you weren't even here, Don. Oh, what and is you it? You weren't either, Colleen, obviously. I don't know what it is. It's <laughs> Supermarket Sweep! Oh, yeah! <laughs> 
Yes! Awesome. I'm okay. glad you love it. We're going to play a little supermarket sweep. How it's going to work. we got a few different rounds of uh, competition all revolving around food, which is everyone's favorite topic. Mm-hmm. So uh, We're going to start with this first category or the first game, which is Names the Same. I'm going to give you three products that oh, no. share a word in common, and then I'm going to ask you three questions about each one of those. For everyone you get right, you mm-hmm. get a point, and then we'll move on to the next round. Okay? Okay. You got okay. It? Mm-hmm. I think so. So the three products. Give me an example. It's very simple here. Okay. I'll give you a mm-hmm. second. The name's the same. Your three products are Old Dutch, mm-hmm. Old Home, mm-hmm. and Old El Paso. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you a question, and the answer is one of those three oh, things. Oh, fun. Okay okay, okay, okay. So when you know the answer, just use your name as your buzzer, ring in, and answer the question. Okay, okay wait. Can we, can we get those again? Oh, Old, Old Dutch. Dutch Old home and old El Paso. Okay. Helene used to endorse old. That's true, old home. Yeah, cool. Well, we'll start it off with this one. Okay. Of the three, which was not started in St. Paul, Minnesota? Colleen. Colleen. That would be El Paso. Old El Paso. That is correct. Old El Paso is correct answer. Nicely done there. Mm. Uh, So you got a point. Nice start there, Colleen. Thank you. Next one. Which of the three is the oldest? Colleen. Colleen. That would be Old Home. That is correct. Old oh, Home. Oh, yes. With their Old Home trivia. Mm, mm, mm. Family owned. 1912. Wow. Yeah, it's been around for a minute. It and it's so been. good. It that is. Every Old Home. By the way, just for, for fun, did you know that Old Dutch was started by a guy named Karl Marx? Oh. And not that Karl Marx. Really? No. Interesting. Not. Oh my wow. god! So yeah, I thought that I was kind of very gullible. You know a... not to do this. Well, no, no, his name was Karl Marx, the oh, guy who really started okay. Yes, that really was. That, it just okay. spelled with oh, a C, not a, not a K, about not, it. not the other Karl Marx. <laughs> okay, uh, it's two zero. We got uh, plenty more to get to. We'll start off or this uh, last question for these old Dutch, old home, and old El Paso. Okay, the one that is owned by General Mills. Don. Don. Old El Paso. That is correct. So technically, <laughs> all three are Minnesotans now. Oh, That's that is cool. true. That is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there you go. We got through the first. Okay. Uh, next, uh, it's all cheese. I love cheese. We've got cheese it, cheese whiz, mm. mac and cheese. Okay. Okay. Those are your three. Cheese it, cheese whiz, mm-hmm. mac and cheese. The one owned by Kellogg's. Don. Don. Cheese it? Correct. Oh, Nicely wow. done. Two to our score. Yes, technically Kellogg's and I think a one purchase Cheese it Okay. The other two, of course, owned by Kraft. I used to Kraft. get those for every A that I got. I little, got a little like animal cracker sized box of Cheese it Oh, oh nice. That's great. I thought you meant one Cheese it <laughs> no, no. You got an A. Here is a I mean, Cheese it People now get like 20 bucks a day. I'm like, I got Cheese it because I loved them so much. I mean, they are good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Of the three, Cheese Whiz, Mac and Cheese, and Cheese It, which one has the most calories per serving size? Colleen. Colleen. Whiz. Incorrect. Oh. Ooh. Can I steal? You certainly can. Ring in. Uh, Dawn. What are you going to go with? Mac and Cheese. That's correct. Uh, it was a toss-up. Yeah, yeah. 257 calories per serving size of Mac and Cheese. And don't they say like half a... Or, or like a third a box. Like I'm sorry, but also eating. isn't a serving of cheese whiz the whole can? It's yes, <laughs> just yes. out of curiosity. It's such trash, but you can't <laughs> stop. So exactly. Put that on a chicken and a biscuit. Oof. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. That'll blow combo. your mind. I know. All right. Uh, finally, this is the last one for names the same. Cheese it, cheese whiz, mac and cheese. Which actually spells the word cheese correctly? Colleen. Colleen. That would be mac and cheese. It is mac and cheese. Thank you. Oh. 
Get ourselves a tied game. Nice. Woo! Tied it up. Cheese it and cheese whiz, each spelled C H E E Z. Can we stop that, by the way? Yeah, we just I don't want to do that. It confuses kids. It does. It does. <laughs> don't like that at all. All right, next, you each have two strikes. We've got a list here of okay. the 15 most popular Little Debbie snacks. Oh, oh this is. Listen, you're oh, lucky no. Bradley is not here. We've because... actually done this list before with Bradley, oh. and I think it was, uh, who was filling in at the time? I'm not sure who was in, but okay. was, oh, Stephanie Hans, I think, was in at the time. Oh, we did yeah. this list, and I was just blown away. Oh, Bradley he... was a Little Debbie Little family. Debbie was his girlfriend. My yeah. parents yeah. wouldn't buy this stuff same, for same. me, so I'm not allowed to have it. Well, exactly. This same, is going to be a disaster. Each have a couple of strikes to It'll work with, so let's <laughs> okay. start it off. Okay. Uh, I'll flip a coin here to see who goes first. Call it, somebody. Uh, heads. It is heads, so you get to start. Uh, go ahead and name one of the most li- popular Little Debbie products. Oh, gosh. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> chocolate zingers. Chocolate zingers. Is that a thing? Not that uh, I know of. Oh, I have one. Okay. It's not one of the top 15, okay. that's for sure. That's your first strike. You've okay. got some strikes to work with. Uh, go ahead, Don. Give me your best guess. Swiss rolls? Swiss rolls. Absolutely. That's on okay. the list. You've got okay. four points now. And uh, Colleen, you get one more strike. You're uh, out, and, and Dawn can just make a run of it here. Okay. Oh, God. And then so we, so go I ahead. get to go now? Yep, go ahead. Okay. Oatmeal cream pie. Oatmeal cream pie. That's the number one as far oh, as popular. Nicely done. Top on the list. Dawn, back over to you. Okay. I'm just going to take her answer and say zingers, which are red. No. No? Mm. Those are coconut with red. No? I don't have they no don't idea. Exist. I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, why are you looking at me? Exist. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. I just made but it's it. not right, little so Debbie. So I you bet. Each, okay. each have a strike. We're going to go back over to uh, Colleen here. Oh, no. oh this is terrible. This is so bad because I'm going to have to say Star Crisp. Star Crisp? Good job. Not a good job. No, there's a star thing, but it's. I don't think it's a crisp. It's not okay. called Star. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, okay. How about just a. Chocolate cupcake with the little zigzag on the front. Chocolate okay. cupcake, yes, okay. that is on there. So, uh, Don, okay. you've got a five to four lead, and you get to keep running with it now that uh, oh. Kalina's had her mm. second strike. Oh, you could run going, up the score girl. here. We still have got jingles keep on the going. way, but you could run up the score before we get to jingles. Okay. Um, the do they have? I mean, I have to have the exact name. It, yeah. Okay. What about a? <laughs> Again, the 15 most popular Little Debbie Twink- snacks. It's, We're it's so like, bad at this. Twinkies aren't Little Debbie, though. Is that your answer? Yeah. All right. So uh, you're done there. But uh, Cosmic Brownie was up there as <sighs> yeah, number two. That. Nutty Buddy Wafer Bars. <gasps> Why did I not get Nutty Buddies? And I think what you're going with with Star Crisps were Star Crunch Cosmic Snacks. That's it. Yeah, yeah those Star were on there. What makes Z- them cosmic? Is it weed? Z- Z- <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay, I'm Zebra Cakes, the other popular oh, one. Zebra Cakes. My personal favorite, Fudge Rounds. Huge are, Fudge Round okay. guy. They're real good. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. Okay. Honey Bun's also on there. So honey is buns. Strawberry Shortcake Rolls. Oh. And we'll move on to the jingle. I bet the Honey Buns and the Fudge Rounds go well together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got two jingles here we quickly have okay. to get to. Oh! Ring in when you know this jingle. Right. Okay. They're each worth two points, by the way, so it's still okay. anybody's game. Here we go with jingles. Colleen. Oh. Colleen. With, oh, uh, 
Oh no 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 no! Oh no 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 no! Mm. Need an answer? I you know it's I can't get it. I can't get oh. to the door. Is it Mentos? Mentos. It is Mentos. Okay. Mentos. I almost said. Those Fresh two shows. points means Dawn has <laughs> the eight to four lead. She can't be caught. She's the winner today. Whoa. Oh, this is extraordinarily That rare. was a big win. Congratulations. Congrats. You are the supermarket sweep champion. Oh, my gosh. Thank Lucky you for now the opportunity. <laughs> do get to go on your shopping spree. Make sure you get the ham. Just get a lot of ham. Oh, yeah. Go. A lot of meat. That's Loaded right. A lot. Just That's load right. it up with the ham. Oh, gosh. Oh, congratulations, Dawn. Thank you so much for, um, for being with us today. Lori Thank and Julia are up. Net next, and uh, we can't wait to see you again, Colleen. Oh, thank you so much. I'll, I'll be back whenever you let me. Okay, bye.